0: 104.7's Ryan
1: and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com today, you. Hit
2: 104.7. Well, we we're talking about bunk beds, and, uh, and Tanya claims that people over the age of 20 aren't sleeping in bunk beds.
1: I don't even reckon kids are anymore. Just because you can get a King single and kids are divas now. They're divas. <laughs> don't you reckon?
2: Well. Telling the story
1: feels real old school to have bunk yeah. beds.
2: Well, I want to know if adults are sleeping in bunk beds because it is. We need to stay true. We're not uh we're not above bunk beds on our show. Unlike these smug <laughs> kids Tanya's talking about. Uh, Nick, you are uh, you rocking a bunk bed, mate?
3: Um, whenever I have to Go see my mother, um, I'll sleep on the bunk that's in the spare room over there. It's a single on top, then a double on the bottom.
1: Oh, that's Ooh, a fancy that's bunk.
2: A very fancy, and um, and so, how often do you go visit? Sort of every couple of weeks or so.
3: Yeah, well, once a fortnight or so or once a week.
2: And how do you feel about bunk bigots like Tanya oh. turning their nose at oh. a bunk bed for adults? <laughs> 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 well, let's be honest,
3: you
2: know, you got to sleep somewhere. Got to sleep somewhere? Uh, I mean, it's an efficient rather, use of space.
3: I'd a bunk than a floor, so... That's yeah, good point. no, good point. He's,
2: he's And, and, and right. are, you, are you taking the, the top bunk and someone else, like you got a brother or something down below, or what's the deal? I no not know, I'll, I'll
3: pick whichever one I want. Sometimes i sleep on
2: the top I'm feeling, you know. Yeah. I'll sleep where I want. Nick is living the dream. <laughs> yes. tan. So many options. options. So many options and yeah. rooms for activities. I think
1: it's because I had to sleep in a bunk bed for years with my sister, so really? I've got bunk trauma.
2: You're the top bunk or the bottom bunk? Top. Really? I,
1: I had to have a little ri- a little rail because I kept rolling.
2: Yeah. See, I've yeah. been terrified of falling. And did,
1: I've rolled once. And my tooth fell out because I fell down and my tooth fell out. Oh.
2: Nick, do you? Is there a, is there a roll cage on your <laughs> bunk bed? Yeah, I was going to say there's a big metal um <laughs> attachment.
3: To prevent uh, falling off. Yeah, well, that
2: is safety first and that is wise, uh, unlike Ashley, who earlier, just before the 7 o'clock news, said she'd fallen out of her bed face first and needed plastic surgery on her nose.
1: But honestly, Nick, are, like, how old's your grandma? She's like in her 80s, right? Uh, no, she's uh,
3: 64. Oh, she's young.
1: But, like, I feel yeah. like not a lot of people are buying bunk beds anymore. She'd have to be one of the last bunk bed buyers. Well,
3: like, late 60s, I think. Late I 60s. Think. Let's
1: call Harvey Norman. Yeah. I'd be interested yeah. to know how many bloody uh, bunks they're selling thank nowadays. You.
3: Thank um, you, Nick. I, I used to work for Domain.
1: Uh, oh, yeah? They still sell bad.
2: Oh, there you go. Yeah, but
1: how often are they selling out? Oh, they're selling out
2: all the time. No, they, they're, I've just, <laughs> Shut up, right? I've, I've just got making a, up facts. I've got a message here, and I won't say who it's from yeah. because uh, of the nature of the story. And they said, I slept in a, a bunk every night for five years because that's what they had in the jail I was in.
1: <coughs> okay. So there you go. Well, obviously, when you're in jail, you're not given an option of well, a you are, single. Top or bottom. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> there's some entendre Ooh, in that. And
2: also choose, choice of bunk beds. All right, uh, Steve. <laughs> Steve, you are you rocking the bunk beds. What's your deal, bro? Okay, I'm
3: I'm based in Houston, Texas. I'm a professional boxer. Yep. And um, you know, every now and again, I'll come back and I fight in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And um, when I do come back, I'm also a stonemason, so I work with for my boss, and I stay at my boss's place. And um, he's got bunk bed a bunk bed. Yeah. He, he had um two sons, and they've obviously moved out. So when I when I go to his place. I sleep in his bunk bed, then this is, I'm here, been here five weeks, and yeah, I sleep in a bunk bed every night.
2: Just live for the dream. Are you... <laughs> top or are, bottom? Yeah, are you up the top or the bottom?
3: I'm on the bottom.
2: Yeah, and do I'm you have a bottom, and... Do you have a rail? When, when <laughs>
3: it, it, the, yeah, the top has a railing. When my mum, because I'm, I'm based in America, so my mum doesn't get to see me much, so yeah. when she... She comes down and sees me... I don't really like sleeping on the top bunk, so she'll she'll climb up on the top. Your own mother. <laughs> so so before we go to bed, we have a little we have a little yarn before we go to sleep. <laughs>
2: Fun. So let me get this straight. You are a boxer. You are a fighter. You are a tough, tough man, and you are willing to yeah. go into a ring and get punched in the face and potentially knocked out. But the thought of sleeping on a top bunk is just way too scary. It's true. I'm scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just like, I like the bottom. Okay, the first night you stay, I said, "Oh,
3: mum, it's all right. I'm, if you have to get down, I'll stay on the top bunk for one night." I stayed in the top
2: bunk for one night. I said, "No, Mum, I can't. I can't start. Can I stay there in the bottom?" <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Steve, thank you so thank much you. for sharing your legend. story. It's so funny. Uh, good, good to have you back in the country yeah. as well, bro. Yeah, thank you. All right, what an education that we've had this morning.
1: Yeah.
2: <sighs> All right. Up next. Bit on a long.
1: I think we went on a bit long bunk bed chat. To be honest.
2: No, I reckon we have got more time, and I reckon we'll push on with that after eight o'clock. Maybe <laughs> just double down on some bunk bed chat and see how much we can't t- drag this out for. Um, <laughs> I don't think
1: our boss is listening. So yet. Oh. No, no,
2: Certainly hope not.
1: Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Things
2: that used to be illegal. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Gus's Place is reopening in Civic today. Now uh, Gus's Place on it's the corner. a bakery? No, it's like a cafe sort of restaurant there, yeah. like lunch, brunch, that sort of deal. Uh, Garima Place in Bunda. Prime real estate on the corner there, like right across the street from Kokomo's and Akiba and where Playground and, mm-hmm. and all that is there. It's been closed for about a year while they've been renovating it. Wow. And uh, I found out about something they used to do that was illegal. <laughs>
1: Do you know Can what you this is, quick, Producer Matty? Yep, I absolutely we do. Um, you know what it is? Yeah, I know
2: all just, tenure. Just as, as know. A, just as a team, uh, quickly, uh, do we prefer that or the... Ooh. No, I do like SVU, Law and Order. Law and Order, Tan?
1: <sighs> I don't know, I love the pantomime. Dun, dun, dun.
2: Okay, what they did was fine. Um, thinking about it now, but when they did it in the 70s, it was a massive scandal, mm. and I'll share that with you in a second, but it got me thinking about like the things that used to be illegal that now you're like, Are you kidding? That was illegal back in the day, just because, like, you know, society evolves and stuff. For instance, did you know that in Australia, it was illegal for ladies to wear dresses that were above the knee? Wow!
1: What would Beth do?
2: I was just about to say Beth would just be in jail for always. life, always, always for life, just gone, lock her up and How throw away the key. is
1: that law, by the
2: way? Yeah, and, and it's not like a society like, oh, like it's recommended or that's poor taste, illegal. <laughs> Um it used to be illegal in Canberra to do business on a Sunday. You, but that's like restaurants and cafes. Could you imagine oh. going to a cafe on a Sunday and they're like, sorry, it's illegal to open on a weekend?
1: But they wow. were the good old days. Imagine the yeah. newspaper shop didn't open. Like You'd nothing was open on a Sunday. Playing marbles down the street.
2: If you want to know what it was like to live in the 60s, move to Queensland because they brought in Sunday trade in some places in the last couple of years. Yeah. No, he's <laughs>
1: not lying though. Yeah, that's true.
2: Until 2013, so just a few years ago, it was illegal to dance during the national anthem in, in Kentucky. <laughs>
1: Should, you should stand solemn for the anthem.
2: Did you just say in Kentucky? Kentucky. What are you, <laughs> Why would
1: you want to dance in during the In the States, anthem? like
2: strictly in... In the what? US state of Kentucky, yeah. uh, if you dance during the national anthem, it's considered like, oh, they hate America. Like, show some respect. Like, you're, it's illegal But I still to dance. think that. Illegal? But illegal?
1: Well, maybe not illegal, but it's Disrespectful.
2: Apparently back in the day, and this is where I talk about Gus's place that's, uh, that's opening in Garima there today, this was the first place mm. in Canberra and one of the first couple of places in Australia where you were... Oh, I can't believe the scandal. I mean, oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Are you wasting time because you've forgotten it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's called Dramatic Effect. And, and also I can't I was find my about. script. They were the first place ever... To have dining outside. <laughs> al fresco dining. <laughs> <Is> al fresco? <laughs> it's al fresco. <laughs> no, because now so you're thinking of
1: fresco because
2: it's so fresh. <laughs> it's cool there. So oh, Have you been outside right now? It's fresh, it's cool in the morning. So, anyway, Can't back in the it. 70s, Gus's place was <laughs> like, we're going to do al fresco dining. <laughs> Come on. And um, they're like, we're going to do alfresco and the government and even the people, because this is... How normal is it now for a cafe to have seats out the front? Yes. Some cafes don't even have seats inside. So they're alfresco only. <laughs> and um, and the, back in the day, they're like, we're going to... And the, the society was like, eating outside? Are we peasants?
1: Really? That's really How disgusting.
2: There's dust wow. and there's wind and there's people walking past and there's nothing fresh about alfresco.
1: No, okay, it's Alfresco.
2: But good luck to Fish and the team today who are reopening. Um, We sat outside there yesterday on a little trial day. Yeah. And uh, it's great down there. But is it your thought? Are you a fresh go girl? No, I
1: think the one thing we've learnt from this, really, like Mm. fun facts, but you're illiterate.
2: Okay, Ryder. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kid 104.7. Right now, 131060. What did you learn later in life?
1: Yeah, one of my friends, her sister, is learning the violin at 27. She always wanted to learn as a kid, and she's gone. Nah, I'm 27. I'm doing it right now. Uh, Hey, Bonnie in uh, O'Connor. I read that as McConnor. McConnor. Yeah. What what did you uh, learn later in life, girl?
0: Uh, it was actually my dad. He told us he was going to learn Italian at 50, and we thought, yeah, okay, back. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, whatever, yeah. And my would, uh, would pay him out, be like, oh, but it's demo all the time, and give him, you know, a <laughs> hard time for it. And then yeah, we come to Italy as a family and we were stuck at this post office we couldn't send something no one could speak English and dad just busted out full Italian completely speak to them it was incredible that's what a
2: amazing. legend and was was he just doing like did he just learn because of that trip or are you guys like have Italian heritage or something Or
0: no no heritage at all Irish Scottish heritage but um, we were heading there in two years time and so he thought he'd go get lessons and he did and just smashed it. It was I, incredible. That yeah, is, that that is incredible, incredible because
2: I reckon everyone who goes to South America, they go, yep, we're going to go backpack around South America. Learn I'm going Spanish. at the end of the year. I'm going to learn Spanish. And then a week before they're like, oh, oh, oh I better tacos. read that book. I got nothing. Yeah, uh, burrito, burrito, taco, taco. No, no, no. That's
1: incredible. And at 50, you know, like for me, when I'm 50, I'm going to be doing nothing.
2: Yeah, man, I'll be checked out by then.
1: Absolutely.
0: If someone
2: argue I've already checked. It. Uh, Brianna, what did you learn later in life?
0: And how
2: to jump BMXs. Jump BMXs. Sorry, what age were you? I was thirty-five. Thirty-five yeah. years old, jumping on the BMX. So,
1: so what happened? You were just yeah. how did I? That, I yeah. bought a BMX for my son for his birthday,
0: yeah. and I uh, thought I'd give it a spin and learned to do some jumps <laughs> and had a great time until did, I stopped <laughs> by face planting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is
2: painful. That's so cool, girl. Did, yeah, did your son think you were the coolest thing ever, or was he just like, "Oh, mom, just let me go ride my bike by myself"?
1: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. mom. It's my turn. Stop doing backflips, Mum. <laughs> I just think that's so boss of you. Just to go, nah, I want <laughs> to do this. It good fun, yeah. And I'm just going to do it. Was it hard to, yeah. to learn. Um, no, nah, not really. Like you
2: just start with
1: little bunny hops and go from there. Just, just
3: start. It
2: was just nothing fancy, but it was great fun. Oh, I feel I like am, yeah, B- that BMX is yeah, at 35 fancy girl. You own that. That's amazing. Yeah, well done. That is quite impressive. <laughs> I feel inspired.
1: Going
2: to work with. You, so what are you you're inspired? So what are you going to do?
1: Well, I really want to learn to play the piano.
2: But what are you going to do? Probably nothing. Yeah.
1: Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Right now,
2: 131060, we want to hear about your lame injuries. Do you think anyone can be lamer than burning them on soup? Your hands on soup like you did, Tan?
1: No, oh, I don't know. I reckon that guy at the football is pretty big.
2: What do you reckon's lamer? Hit. Dislocated I- shoulder by fist pumping the air at the guy at the footy or you burning your hand on overheated soup?
1: I'm going to say him because that soup was good and even though it was hot, it fell on the floor, I still ate it off the floor.
2: After it cooled down though, obviously... I mean eating the boiling hot soup off the floor without a straw just straight tongue and tile would be ridiculous. Well the
1: tiles really cooled it down.
2: Ash, what happened to you?
1: Um, well, I fell out of
0: bed one morning and broke my nose. <laughs> so you landed
2: on your like face, face. first.
0: Say, face planted onto the ground. Um, did it that awesome that I needed to have surgery on my nose?
2: Oh my god! Uh, when you're getting your nose fixed because it's broken, do you still then get to choose what kind of pretty nose. nose you'll have when you're done?
0: No, unfortunately you don't. They just straightened it up for me. <laughs> oh, how mangled was it? Yeah. Um, oh, it was pretty bad. I couldn't breathe out of one nostril. It moved like my whole cartilage across Whoa. to one side.
2: Oh, I've heard Lindsay Lohan complain of that same thing. She must have yeah. fallen out of bed one time no, as well. A
0: different but reason then for six her. six months later, I'd moved into a new property and jumped out of the shower, whipped my head forward to dry my hair and um, ended up face-planting into the bath and re-broke my nose again.
2: <laughs> Your poor nose. Actually- Your poor, poor nose.
1: <laughs> Neither of them alike. They're self-inflicted, both of
2: them. Was it the same surgeon who did you know Were I'm back again? Are we it, actually? it
1: actually was. <laughs> what have you face planted this time? Are you really
0: accident-prone? Oh, I'm very... But then there's another one. <laughs> um, about three weeks after my second surgery, I was playing pool with my mum and dad and I just decided to wedge the pool cue into my shoe was flicking my foot, like my foot backwards and forth, mm-hmm. and ended up whacking my nose and rebroke
1: it again. <laughs> the the what's it called? Hat trick? Are you kidding?
2: Unbelievable. Yeah, that,
0: that's all touch wood. That's been all. So what do you free, mean touch wood? You've already broken it my my three
2: times. <laughs> 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 yes, exactly. All right, Kathy. What happened to you?
0: Um, I have dislocated my shoulder six times and every single one of them has been something really pathetic
2: six <laughs> times oh god i right. feel your pain kathy i've i've dislocated my shoulder many times what was the lamest one that you did oh, yeah
0: um i think the lamest one was probably the most recent and that was after i'd had it reconstructed oh. and i picked up a cot mattress <laughs> no. which i like so light kilo. but that's i think it's sort of tied with the um the the fifth one which is when i opened the curtain
2: Open the cupboard, especially when it's a domestic yep. chore. It's so much lamer. My old roommate had a bung shoulder as well, and he was mopping the floor. And when you do like the pull back, mm. he just it just pulled, pulled back out. and just straight pulled out. Pulled it the out. Back. <laughs> yeah, and he tried to say he was mopping the floor, and I was like, mate, I live with you. N- I know for a fact you weren't cleaning. So <laughs> think of a better excuse. Uh, well, Kathy, so <laughs> yeah, how, how many reconstructions have-, have you had?
0: Oh, uh, just the one. Um, my physio told me I need to have another one probably because oh. they said, oh, you know, just go get the MRI, come back, we'll see what we can do. Uh. Um, and then I gave him, like, the MRI and they came back in and he just had this look on his face and he was just like, oh, I don't know what we
1: can do for you. He <laughs> can put you in a
0: bubble I'll, or something.
2: I'll, I'll chat to you off air, Kathy. There's this thing called the jet or the J no. which is a different kind of reconstruction. It will change your life. Okay, yeah. Right. Uh, and anyone wants to call in about dentures, uh, any kind of other old hip injuries? Um, sure, let's chat it out here on the Over Seventies FM.
1: <laughs> hey, Leah, it's Sterling. What about you, girl? You have a ridiculous <laughs> lame injury? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I was working a lunch service. I'm a chef. I was working a lunch service on New Year's Eve about seven years ago, mm-hmm. and I had to carry a box of bread down a flight of stairs, and I miscounted the stairs mm. and tripped over and Compound dislocated my finger, so I literally snapped it in half.
2: Oh, that is gross. And Tanya's getting stressed out here. What happened to the carbs, Leah? What happened to the bread? That's
1: not what I was worried about. They went all over the
0: floor. Oh, that is a real tragedy. That is a real tragedy. That is a real tragedy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How's your finger now? Have you got scars? And is it fat or is it normal? Like, how is it now?
0: I can't fully bend it, but it's back to almost 90% better. There's still a scar there, um, and I'm going to get arthritis in the finger.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I, I hate that I can relate to all of these stories, but Leah, I actually have a fake finger.
1: Yeah, he does. Do hey, you really? Well, oh, my God. We
2: can we can be fake finger bros, and because uh, I've got a scar down the middle of it, and it's real fat, and it doesn't it's bend bent. either. It, it's yeah. cute,
1: though. It's got a bit of coral in it.
2: Yeah, it's... it's <laughs>
1: He's like a merman.
2: I prefer Aquaman. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thanks for sharing that with us, Leah. Um, I don't think we've got time to... Oh, actually, do we have time? To... Let's go to Deb. Yeah, go on. Deb, what happened to you? Oh,
0: hey, how are you going? Good. Uh, well, it's actually my husband. I'm just driving to work and I thought, no, I have to share. Yeah, please. So, yeah, please. poor husband, very sick, man flu, coughed in bed, <laughs> passed out, fell out of bed, Collecting the, his ear on the corner of the bedside table, woke up in a pool of blood with the dog barking. My daughter called me going, ah! So anyway, went home, took him to the hospital. They couldn't decide whether he needed to have plastic surgery or surgery to his ear because he'd, ef- he'd effectively ripped the ear off
2: Oh. oh Because he coughed. Because he coughed.
0: Because he coughed and passed out, but he didn't know he passed out because he was asleep.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. Just never sleep, never
2: do yeah, anything. I'll never go back to bed, fist pump, or anything. Wrap everyone in town in cotton wool. This is awful. <laughs> this is awful. Seriously,
1: you can't do anything. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. I'm extraordinarily busy at the moment.
3: Tanya. Got a busy dad. All right, so
2: we know Tanya's busy dad very, very well. Tanya calls him. He's always too busy to speak to his own daughter. He's jacked up on coffee. He's trying to run multiple businesses. And Tanya loves to annoy him, and we love to hear it. However, slightly different this week. Is that fair to say, Tanya?
1: Yeah. He emailed me, mm. and he never emails me. Right. He emailed me with an idea for video content.
2: Yep, so Tanya makes lots of videos. You've obviously seen them on Facebook. Um, and there's lots of, like, things people say to different professions and stuff like that. And so he's sort of come to the party.
1: He has. He goes, I've got an idea uh, for one of your videos. And I was like, all right, I'll call you. I've got to hear more. Have a listen. Right. Hey, Tanya. Hey. 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 So you sent me an email the other day with some ideas for um, for content. What do you got?
3: Well... I think one would be, which would be pretty good. That's just my personal opinion. Is that things that parents say to their adult children living at home?
1: Okay, it's a bit wordy. What kind of things?
3: Well, do you want to hear it or not? Yeah, go on, tell me. Well, things like, are you going to uh, leave that there uh, forever? (laughs) You know, uh, your dog is crapping all over the (laughs) yard. Any chance that you might be? cleaning any of that up anytime soon, you know, washing, any chance that you might be doing any washing at all, rather than just...
1: So would you like to be in the video?
3: Oh, not really.
1: No, don't really want to be online or be on the air, not for you.
3: No, it's not my thing, No. Nah, wouldn't have Need to so. maintain my anonymity.
1: Yeah, no one knows who you are, Dad. Don't worry about that. Hey, got any other ideas? Maybe some radio ideas before I go?
3: Maybe just something like, you know, what sort of coffee do you drink?
1: I've got to get off this phone call because, to be honest with you, I've got a lot on. I'm very busy. I don't have time to hear you pitch me creative okay. ideas.
3: See ya. See ya. I am too. Goodbye. Bye. See
2: ya. Look, i got to be honest and upfront. I actually don't mind that first idea. Yeah. I don't mind it. But for me, the the issue is yeah. uh, there's a line between creative content and making a video versus just airing your personal frustrations and grievances. And who's living at home at your house? Is it your sister or your brother? My
1: brother and sister. All
2: right. and I just like and
1: twenty-four like, and twenty-nine.
2: And he just oh, let's do a video called What's It, Daniel and Luana? Lu- Al- let's do a video called Daniel and Luana.
1: Get out of my house. Yes. <laughs> but next 131060 what coffee do you drink?
2: <laughs> Hit 104.7